Crumb TV. Stay woke. So now, if you don't fit into the white supremacy dynamic, you can't run. Every candidate is already in their pocket. I voted for so and so. So and so ain't. Sh- Larry Hoover was a political was a politician. Disclosure. The Snatched Podcast is profane, politically incorrect, political insensitive, anti-organized religion, and is not safe for children or safe for work. Please listen responsibly. You're about to get snatched. <laughs> Y'all listening to the Snatched Podcast. Y'all listening to the Snatched Podcast. Warning, if you listen to this, you're feeling so good. We are the Crumb Snatcher. Get snatched. Snatched. Peace, 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 peace. Crumb. TV. Ashe. Larry Hoover. Peace. America's Nightmare. Peace. Larry Hoover. Larry Hoover. Ashe. Larry Hoover. Peace. America's Nightmare. Alone. Islam. Assalamu alaikum. Walaikum salam. Onichiwa. Larry Hoover comes from the most corrupt city in America. World's most corrupt city. So it looks like Washington, D.C. is the most corrupt city in America, you know, with the whole Pizzagate and everything. But at a close second, we have uh, Chicago. Oh, I put worlds. The most corrupt city uh, in America isn't Washington, D.C. And I'm going to go on to say it's Chicago. Well, right there, Chicago has had uh, more public corruption convictions than Washington. Now, that's according to Fortune.com. Second result is Chicago is the most corrupt American city. Third one, where corruption is rampant in America's cities. And of course, the first one on their list is Chicago and Chicago. Let's just spill the beans. Larry Hoover created the largest gang in American history called the Gangster Disciples. Larry Hoover, an American organization leader and founder of Chicago, Illinois street gang called Gangster Disciples. His sentence include a 150 to 200 year sentence for a 1973 murder. And in 1997, after a 17, 17 year investigation of conspiracy, extortion, money laundering and running a controlling a, a continuing criminal enterprise for leading the gang from a state prison, he received a life sentence. Because of how how uh, strong he is, they can't just outright off him. And they can't even do anything to him in jail. That's how strong he is. If we got to rewind, when we're dealing with uh, Larry Hoover, he's coming from Chicago. Barack Obama is coming from Chicago. Kanye West is coming from Chicago. Minister Louis Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam is headquartered in Chicago. To let you know, to give you an idea of what's really going on with uh, Larry Hoover, I got to take you 100 years back to 1919, and then you can have a better idea of what I'm talking about in terms of Larry Hoover simply just trying to survive. 1919 was the year of racial uprisings. It was dubbed the Red Summer by author James Walden Johnson. There were more than three dozen race riots in cities across the country, but none were as violent or as deadly as the one in Chicago. This is 1919. 
If I can take y'all back through history, the Black Wall Street, which was Tulsa, Oklahoma, we're going to see that that happened in 1921. So when they call them, this is this is the worst one. This this is from 1919 because they called it the Red Summer. It continued all the way from 1919 all the way up until 1921. As you can see here, they're calling it a race riot. I need y'all to understand the code that they're using. Now we know when we're dealing with Tulsa, uh, Oklahoma, that was not a race riot. That when we're dealing with Tulsa, Oklahoma, we're dealing with uh, Black Wall Street, and it was an attack on one of one of our financial epicenters. A lot of what you saw with uh, the KKK and these lynchings, a lot of those lynchings were black businessmen family. When we're talking about uh, a race riot, that's code for white people going rampage. At the time, Chicago was a tinderbox of racial tensions. White soldiers returning from World War One were- Now it says white soldiers returning from World War One. Afraid they wouldn't get their high paying jobs in the stockyards and meat packing plants back, while blacks who had been recruited from the South to fill them, feared they would be fired. During this time, this was on the heels of the Harlem Renaissance. This is while Tulsa, Oklahoma is on fire. You've got booming economies from black people in Ohio. You're gonna have the same thing you're gonna see in California. You're gonna have these booming economies through after World War One. White soldiers came back from the war and they went crazy. And it didn't, it wasn't just one summer, it lasted for years. And it was just an all onslaught where they would just go around killing us. White people aren't even, they're not there. Like this is your square and you're firmly in it, but they are more so on the edge. If something goes awry, they may just kill themselves. Remember in 2008, we had that little uh, recession. You know, everybody thought it was gonna be a depression, but it turned out to be just some type of recession. White people, white people killed themselves during that time period. Let's be clear on that. If their children get too stressed out, they'll shoot that school up, family. So now they come back from the war, they're already shell-shocked, and they go on a killing spree, which is something we never talk about within our American history. Can somebody press one if they understand white people will go on a killing spree in a heartbeat? They said it, it, it was a fear of not getting their jobs back. Now, number one, nobody took your jobs. We got our own economies during this time. We're practicing nepotism. Now, this, this is one I want to share with your family. By the time a white child gets to fifth grade, they know approximately 10,000 more words nepotism. than our children. Nepotism. What is nepotism, family? The practice among those with power or influence of favoring relatives, especially by giving them jobs. Don't you realize during that time we were practicing nepotism? So we were we were scared they were going to come back and get their jobs. We was Gucci back then, family. They were the ones doing bad. And then they got rewarded for going on a, on a rampage. Let's listen to this again. And meat packing plants back while blacks who had been recruited from meat packing plants. How many jobs that give y'all? Nah, nah, you're not going to have a whole damn army come back and working at some meatpacking plants. Nah, y'all was salty because we were doing so well. That's why you went on the riots, not because you wanted to work at a damn meatpacking plant. At that time, we went to war and we was like, I fought for this country, family. Y'all not going to treat me like this. Black soldiers returning from the war refused to put up with racial discrimination after they had risked their lives for the country. Come on, somebody. 
Union differences also fuel the anger. Whites were in favor of the better pay and job protections unions could provide. Well, union differences? We weren't allowed in their unions. The reason we not connected with the whole Jimmy Hoffa thing is because Jimmy Hoffa never represented us with the Teamsters. We weren't on a team. The Republican Party, the Democratic Party, you ain't been invited to nobody's party. Talking about union differences. Blacks worried about discrimination. It's not discrimination, it's called institutional racism. When you keep a certain people based off race outside of the daggone union, that's institutional racism. Because we're playing chestnut checkers, we're setting the pieces up so you can see what Larry Hoover had to come into. And I promise, this is part one. I'm going somewhere and you're gonna see what Larry Hoover dealt with. So at the end, end you'll be like, oh, well, Larry Hoover wasn't really that bad of a guy. Actually, Larry Hoover was a savior, a prophet, a messiah. Politically, whites were staunchly democratic while blacks were Republicans, the party of Lincoln who freed the slaves. A lot of y'all so proud of yourselves. You done went out there and voted yesterday. And you probably, because of uh, uh, conditioning, you, you'll tell done voted Democratic. Don't you realize that uh, uh, a couple generations ago, all of your family were all Republicans. The party of Abraham Lincoln who freed the slaves. We're going with that narrative. Crumb, I voted Democratic, huh? You're not voting for people with your interests. You're voting just to show your support to this corrupt government. And overcrowding and poor housing conditions contributed to the divide. Overcrowding and poor housing conditions. Now, I want to make this clear to you, family. This is only for us in terms of overcrowding. The black community, which had more than doubled from nearly 50,000 to more than 100,000 in two short years. Did you catch that, family? The black community had more than double from 50,000 to 100,000 in just a few short years. Y'all don't understand that white people have a negative birth rate and they're going extinct. The population within two years went from 50,000 to 100,000. That means every couple had at least four children. They doubled their population. A lot of y'all only got one child. Don't you know that's a negative birth rate and your family will eventually go extinct. A lot of y'all only got two children. That means you have a zero birth rate. There's no population growth within your family. A lot, of, a couple of y'all got more than two children. If you have three children, shout out to you. That is a positive birth rate and you are adding to the population. A lot of the women today, I don't know what to say about you, sis. Your ass had one child. I need a C-section. But your great-grandma had, on average, four children. And we all know, a lot of us, our great-grandma, she had 10 children, 20 children, 15 children. In the kitchen, we weren't allowed in the hospitals. And the most she had was moral support. She didn't have no uh, doctor, LPN, OBGYN, RN. It wasn't even a CNA on deck. It was a midwife who they went from 50,000 to 100,000 in just two years. But the city could not accommodate for, the, for their living situation. 
or rather they did not want to. Was mostly restricted to living in a small area on the south side called the Black Belt when they tried to. They were restricted to living into us and living in a small area on the south side called the Black Belt. What part of the city that that can that can can be considered overcrowding for 50,000 now has to accommodate 100,000 to move out? They faced backlash. Part of that. Back Hold on. So when they tried to move out, they faced backlash. Family, we're playing chess, not checkers. Before I can move my king, I got to set the pieces up on the board so you can understand that Larry Hoover was not a bad man. When they tried to move out, they faced backlash. Part what kind of backlash? That backlash was violent. What? Violence. Bombings. Bombings? If you tried to move out the neighborhood, you were facing being bombed? And part of that backlash um, was more technical, where groups of real estate associations got together and... A another part of that was more technical, where groups of real estate agents got together. And what did they do? And instructed people in their neighborhoods, don't sell or rent to any black families that are coming your way. That right there is institutional racism. Now, family, I know what you're thinking about. You're thinking about redlining. When we're dealing with redlining, we're dealing with the uh, FHA, Federal Housing Administration, how they were denied loans in certain areas. They were denied FHA loans. This is prior to that. That's that the FHA was created with the New Deal under uh Franklin Delano Roosevelt, FDR. This is a precursor to redlining. This is where you're gonna see this institutional racism at its best. You're in the south side. It's an area called the Bible Belt. I'm sorry, the Black Belt. If you try to move out, they uh they have physical violence and even go to the extreme of using bombs, which is outlandish. And uh, the realtors get together. They're like, oh, crumb, you racist family. You don't understand what racism is. If I don't like or talk shit about another race, that's prejudice. You put prejudice on par with racism. Racism and prejudice is two completely different things. It's like fighting and murdering. I'm, to fight somebody is right here. To murder somebody is to take it to that next level. Prejudice is right here. To have racism is to take it to that next level. When you're prejudiced, you say, okay, well, we're going to treat people like shit. When you control where a group of people live, that's institutional power. Using that institutional power on a group of people is called racism. What did Dr. Francis Cresswellsing and Dr. Neely Fuller Jr. tell you? They said, if you don't understand white supremacy racism, then everything else will confuse you. So what we're dealing with is the family not understanding white supremacy racism, not understanding the links at which these people are willing to go to subjugate you. So now the realtor union gets together and they say, don't rent to them. Where groups of real estate associations got together and instructed people in their neighborhoods, don't sell or rent to any black families that are coming your way. This is what Larry Hoover walks into. If you think it's bad now, it's worse when I give you the official Larry Hoover story, but we're playing chestnut checkers. I got to set the pieces up on the board before I move the king. We're going to get into Larry Hoover, but we have to understand the backdrop so you can understand what Hoover, what Larry Hoover did, why it was so important. It was sparked by an incident at 29th Street Beach. A group of black teens were on a raft playing around and didn't realize they had drifted over an invisible line into the white part of the beach. 
When we're dealing with segregation, your water fountain, my water fountain, that's pretty clear cut. When we're dealing with segregation, your bathroom or my restaurant, your restaurant, that's pretty clear cut. When we're dealing with my part of town, your part of town, nobody's, you know, the, the, the lines are blurred. They were in the water, family. There is no line saying this part of the beach is black, this part of the beach is white, so on and so forth. The kids were in the water playing. Narcs have a heart. The kids were playing in the water. They're already subjugated to a part of town that can't even accommodate 50,000. And within two years, it's now at 100,000. And you won't let them leave, nor will you rent or uh, let them buy anything outside of that area. Now, you're going to have uh, uh, some kids playing in the water and there's no line there. There's no clear pace this place to say whites on this side, blacks on this side. We're in the water. I've personally been in the water where I've drifted with the current and ended up in a place. I'm like, Dad, I didn't even realize I was this far out. So now the kids drift to the other side. And then what happens next is appalling. A white man became infuriated and started throwing rocks. They drifted to the other side by accident and he became infuriated and started throwing rocks in my best Martin voice. I'm channeling Martin Payne. Damn, Gina. Y'all start throwing rocks? 17-year-old Eugene Williams ended up drowning. His name is Eugene Williams. Go look him up. They threw rocks at that... That's a baby. Don't forget Trayvon. Don't forget Mike Brown. Don't forget Eugene. They threw rocks at a baby. Ended up drowning, either from being hit by one of the rocks or from being too afraid to swim back to shore. This is the racial tension that we had to deal with that, 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 that precedes Larry Hoover, who is a savior and a prophet to his people. That moment of violence really ignited the city, which was brimming, seething with racial tensions leading up to that moment. To understand Larry Hoover, you have to understand gangs. They're going to tell you that Larry Hoover is operated a fierce gang family, but when you're dealing with gangs, family, the first gangs weren't black people. The first gang, Bloods, Cribs, uh, Black Spades, uh, gangs, uh, 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 Gangsta Disciples. These were not the first gangs, family. The first gangs were the Jews, the Italians, and the Irish. How did they get rid of the Jews, Irish, and Italians as being gangs? They gave the children something to do, and then they gave the parents something to do. So they gave the children YMCA. The YMCA was created exclusively for Jews, Italians, and Irish to get them from off the streets from being in those gangs. In addition to that, they in turn, because when we're dealing with gang activity, it has something to do with the children not having anything to do, and it has something to do with, with, the, with the parents having no economic means to, 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 to provide for their families. So when they created the YMCA, they gave the children something to do. For the, for, for the Jews, they gave a civil center. When it, when it came to the Italians, they gave them the fire department. And when it came to the Irish, they gave them the police department, meaning they hired a massive amount of Italians for fire department jobs. They hired a massive amount of these gang members to be within the civil sector of the cities. This is how their gangs went away. But before they went away, these people that were made the gangs, matter of fact, so now Robert De Niro, his, you know, he's an Italian and they gave the Italians the fire department. Robert De Niro's wife is the head uh, administrative of the fire department of what city and the family called it Chicago. That's right, family. This is what they did. I think it was gangbusters to get rid of the gangs. 
So now when we're dealing with Larry Hoover, I need you to understand the 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 context on which the Larry Hoover story comes out of because we're dealing with Chicago, the most corrupt city in the whole United States of America. Anger began to build when a white police officer refused to arrest the man accused of throwing the rock. So everybody saw that man throw that rock. Everybody saw that man throw that rock and knock that boy, Eugene, in the head. Or at least knocked him off the raft and he was scared and he couldn't swim back to shore and he drowned. They called the cops. What we're dealing with, let me type, let me type this in for the family because I know y'all like the debate. Institutional power. Institutional power is the power wielded by entities such as governments. Now the church is in there as well because we know the Pope is very strong. But when we're dealing with, you know, overall, the first one listed is going to be governments. Now we know corporations, are, you know, have a lot of control, but let's just stick with governments. And they're going to control people and direct their behavior through the use of rewards and punishments. And a lot of times those punishments are going to come from the lowest level of government. The lowest level of government is going to be the police force. So now you're going to have a uh, police force that that is going to be exercising racism, which is a form of institutional power. Family, don't say crumb is racist. If you say crumb is prejudice, I can accept that. But you can't say I'm racist. I don't have the power to be racist, family. I don't have the power to keep a people in a certain place. I don't have the power to where if you call the cops, they won't arrest me. That man killed that boy in front of everybody. First degree murder and the police wouldn't even arrest him. Okay? Drop your favorite emoji if you understand what I'm talking about when I mean this is racism versus prejudice. Drop your favorite emoji if you follow me thus far. All the brothers and sisters are infuriated at this point because of the amount of institutional racism which is being expressed right now. There were some gangs, some white immigrant gangs that had been waiting to foment um, violence. Now we get into the nitty gritty family. There were some gangs. Y'all talk so much shit about Larry Hoover. Larry Hoover is America's worst nightmare crumb. That man got six life sentences. He deserves to die in jail crumb. When uh, Meek Mill had turned down Trump to talk about prison reform, that girl went up there. Kim Kardashian, the daughter of Ron Kardashian. Ron Kardashian is the partner of uh, Johnny Cochran, the same Johnny Cochran who got OJ off, who the same Johnny Cochran who got a black man off for killing a white woman. So now Ron Kardashian's daughter goes to Donald Trump after Meek Mills turned him down. After Meek Mills turned down Donald Trump because of uh, Jay-Z, your boy Kanye go over there sniffing down behind uh, Kim Kardashian's fake butt because you know that's his wife. All up under her skirt, under her fake lipo butt. And he goes over to Donald Trump. And what does what does Kanye say? Kanye said, free Larry Hoover. That's right, family. My new brand is called Cult Leader. My new brand is called Cult Leader. Kanye told Donald Trump, free Larry Hoover. I need you to understand, Trump will never free Larry Hoover because Larry Hoover is a political opponent. Not only does he have gang power, he has political power. That is the reason Larry Hoover is has six life sentences. So now, 
when we're dealing with Larry Hoover, we're going to only talk about his gang affiliation. But when we talk about Chicago and gang affiliation, I need you to see this family. White immigrant gangs that had been waiting to foment um, violence. There were no such thing as a GD, a vice lord, a crib, a blood. None of that existed. The first games were immigrants, Jews, Italians, Irish. And when we're dealing with these games, family, it's way more bigger than what they talk about with Larry Hoover. And I'm going to show you why this is important in just a second. But I need you to follow me, family. I need you to follow me here on Facebook. I need you to follow me on the gram. We dealing with Larry Hoover, America's nightmare. But we playing chestnut checkers. Before I move my king, I got to set the pieces up. So we dealing with Chicago, America's most corrupt city. So let's see what's next. With these gangs, their original gangs, white people. And this was their moment. So they went to their clubhouses, they got their guns. They went to their clubhouses? And when you say club, you start thinking the chess club. Gangs hang out at a trap house. Gangs hang out at a house of pain. Gangs hang out at a dope house. The club, like a chess club, this is this is where we see they're trying to sanitize the story to make it to you know to make it not so so uh painful when white people listen to this story. They went into the black community and from there it just exploded. From there it just exploded. Now I'm gonna tell you what happened. When you talk about the gang and you and you try to fathom the story that Crumb is trying to tell you, you be thinking like Crumb, well let me think. So the gang was probably like maybe 10 people, 20 people, 30 people. 50 people. Crumb, how big is the game? Well, let's see what destruction they did. And let's see if you can imagine then, based off the destruction, how big this game was. Let's listen. There were beatings and bombings. There were beatings. Okay, when you're dealing with a gang, I can, I can, yeah, there were beatings. Bombings? Bombings? Now you dealing with a when you think when you say bombing, I start thinking about mafia, a mob hit bombings. Family, really quickly, we get you know we getting up in numbers right now. Really quickly, family, they probably gonna shut me off of this video. I'm gonna probably get reported because there's too many people watching. But with that said, when when, when hundred people get ready to start watching my videos, that's when I get reported. So you know, just make it worth my time, family. Donate a dollar to my cash app, Money Sign Crumb TV. I'm doing the one dollar challenge, family. I'm doing the one dollar. I'm the only person out here not afraid to talk about the shit white people do. So please support me within you know within me telling the truth and th and throw a dollar to the to the cash app, Money Sign Crumb TV. You can also throw a, a, a dollar to the PayPal. That's uh, crumbsnatcher908 at gmail.com. Crumbsnatcher908 at gmail.com. That's how you find me on the PayPal. But definitely, we banging on Cash App. Money Sign Crumb TV. Moving forward, family. Back to this program. Bombings? Damn, what type of gang is this? I thought you said they went to the, the country club. Oh, I'm sorry. The clubhouse. And grab some guns. You didn't say nothing about no bombs. There were beatings. Oh, okay. And bombings. Bombings? 38 people ended up dying. 38? Okay, that's... That's a lot, but 38, that's a small number, relatively. More than 500 were injured. Whoa, more than 500 people injured? So now, again, now, again, family, let's go back and ask yourself, how big is this game? You know, 38 people, okay, the game was probably maybe 50 people deep. More than 500 people injured? Again, I ask you, family, how big was the game? More than 500 people injured? That's a big-ass gang, family. That's a big ass game. 
I got a brand and my new brand is called Cult Leader. My new brand is called Cult Leader. So now their gang, their gang isn't a gang at all. It's random ass white people. That's who's doing all of this. That's the postman, the preacher, the choir, the teacher, the fire department, the uh, the police department, uh, uh, the grocery store owner. Every white person and a mama is running through the black neighborhood, the black belt, the south side of Chicago and wreaking havoc. This is the precursor to what is going to lead to Larry Hoover, the orchestrator of the biggest game America has ever seen. Kanye's talking, told Donald Trump free Larry Hoover. Donald Trump will never free Larry Hoover because not only did he orchestrate a gang, he orchestrated a political party. Oh, they don't tell you about his political party. This man is a this man is a genius. When he came in, he said gangsters don't bang, they vote. And all the gangsters went out and voted. Oh, if you got that type of power, six life sentences. Larry Hoover is one of the only people in America who has a no human contact clause over him. Larry Hoover can't talk to his mama, his daddy, his attorney. He can't even talk to the goddamn CEO. We playing chess right now, not checkers. Before I talk about Larry Hoover, I'm going to talk about the situation that led to Larry Hoover. Y'all going to sit here and talk about how that man created a gang. We're going to talk about these gangs. It cost millions of dollars in property damage. Millions of dollars? How big was this gang? Family, press one if you understand it won't no gang. It was a lynch mob. Press one if you understand it was a lynch mob. White people have the tendency to riot. They have the tendency to kill. They have the tendency to walk up into the goddamn school and shoot. Cody will come in there with a semi-automatic rifle and shoot Jerome ass and every other innocent bystander that had nothing to do with him. Huh? So this is only another example of how white people have gone eight and operated with impunity. Can somebody please share this video? It caused millions of dollars in property damage while leaving about a thousand families, mostly black, homeless. In my best Martin voice, damn, Gina, yo, that won't no gang. That was a military operation. They went from 50,000 to 100,000 in just two short years. Shout out to all the family in New York. Y'all know the Jews own most of New York. Shout out to all the family out there in LA. Y'all know the Jews own most of LA. Well, guess what family? The Jews own most of uh, Chicago too. So the Jews got together with their real estate companies and they said, do not rent to black people. Y'all pay all this money. These teachers get $40,000, $50,000 a year to mis miseducate your children and not tell them the history. I need somebody to support me on the cash app, Money Sign Crumb TV. I don't care if you throw a dollar my way. We're doing a dollar. Now that you've supported the chicken challenge now that you supported the set myself on fire challenge now that you have supported newports because i know you smoke your newports family now that you supported the weed man because i know you smoke your dope family now that you supported jordan because i know you sit here walking around with a 200 pair of shoes on that cost 15 dollars to make so support the family who's giving you the information that the teacher won't that the politicians don't that your local news refuses to the dollar challenge with money sign crumb tv on cash app also on paypal crumb snatcher 908 at gmail moving forward this was a military operation that's what we're looking at right now family that's what we're, let's be clear on that this is the precursor to larry hoover 
And then after that, they burned down almost a thousand homes, 50,000 people in the south side of Chicago is overpopulated. In two years, they go to 100,000. Grossly overpopulated. You burn down a thousand homes in the Black Belt area on the south side of Chicago? That's a dire straight family. Peace was eventually restored when the governor called in the National Guard and a hard driving rain forced people inside. Now, I need you to listen to what they just said. Peace was restored when they called in the National Guard. And there was a hard driving rain that day that drove all the white people inside. Family, the National Guard did not restore peace. The ancestors did. The National Guard did not restore peace. The ancestors did. My brand is called Cult Leader. Got cult Leader hoodies, Cult Leader shirts, Cult Leader family. Shout out to all my cult leaders. Cult is short for culture. So now, the ancestors saved our people. They called in the National Guard who was sent in to finish us off. If the ancestors did not send that rain, if Mother Earth did not send that rain, black people would not live in Chicago at all, right now. The National Guard would have killed them all. If not that, they would have burned down everything. There would be no South Side of Chicago as we know it today. Had had that heavy rain not come in and make, you know they smell like wet dog when they get wet family. They don't like to be in nature. And you know our family, we dance a certain type of way and it'll start raining. Hum num 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 hum num 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 hum num. You dance a certain type of way, it'll start raining. The the answer it is said that hurricanes come from off the coast of Africa. And those are the spirits of our ancestors. This these are called troubled waters. So now the ancestors send a heavy rain. That's why our people still live there today. They weren't uh victims of, of a genocide holocaust at the hands of a local gang. Are you kidding me? Continuing on. It was later determined Irish American gangs from nearby Bridgeport were the main instigators of the rioting. And was- so now when you go and look at Larry Hoover, when you go and look at Larry Hoover, they're going to tell you about gang activity? Family, When I, this is only part one. When I get into part two with Larry Hoover's activity, Larry Hoover was a goddamn prophet. He was a saint. He was a savior. He was a black messiah. Are you kidding me? And those boys grow up to be our civic leaders. And those gang members grow up to be our civic leaders. Uh, That's real. Damn, Gina. The white girl said that's real. And that's real. Hold on. Did did, did she just say that's real? Uh, That's real. And um, the the powerful political machines that have ruled Chicago uh, in those hundred years, um, you know, what are their interests? How has Chicago been built out of that kind of civic leadership? Chicago was built by these gang leaders. Before there was a crip, before there was a blood, before there was a vice lord, before there was a GD, before there was a Latin king, there was only three gangs. Jews, Italians, Irish. Now let's go into some names. One 17-year-old gang member in particular, Richard J. Daly, went on to become the longtime mayor of Chicago. Richard Daly is the one that put Larry Hoover away. And when Larry Hoover was expressing political power, Richard Daly said, "How, how we can't have a gang member in a civic office. 
Bitch, are you kidding me? You one of the fucking biggest gang members out there. Huh? Family, that's why I told y'all we playing chess, not checkers. We not just going to talk about Larry Hoover. Oh, well, Larry Hoover was a gang. He built the whole gang. We going to control the narrative this time. We going to tell the story how we see fit. We going to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. When we dealing with Chicago, Larry Hoover, and gangs. Now, Larry Hoover was a politician. Today is November 7th. Yesterday was November 6th. All of y'all went out there and voted yesterday. Don't lie to me, man. You voted yesterday, but this is what you don't understand. Every single one of the candidates has been vetted. You can't even get your name on a ballot unless you get approved. So now, if you don't fit into the white supremacy dynamic, you can't run. Every candidate is already in their pocket. I voted for so-and-so. So-and-so ain't shit. Larry Hoover was a, politi- was a politician who was operating within our interests. They gave that man six life sentences. Kiss my ass with your vote. Your vote don't mean nothing. Because if we run, they will lock us under the jail and they will call for a no human contact clause. The reason y'all vote is because you don't know your history. Well, I don't know what to do, Crumb, so I'm just going to do what everybody else doing. I went to school, Crumb, and I didn't learn about none of that. I'm just going to do what everybody else doing, Crumb. And you and your people over there, Crumb, y'all looking like some cult leaders. Because y'all control the narrative. Y'all control the narrative. When Crumb tell the story, he tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth. I don't cherry pick history. We're going to tell We're going to tell the story of Larry Hoover. We're going to tell the whole story. Why is Larry Hoover in jail? Because of Richard Daly, one of the leaders of the first gang. They were damn near going to lead a fucking Holocaust. This is Larry Hoover, America's Nightmare, part one. I will do a part two. And in the part two, I will talk about when Larry Hoover was born, the last phase of what they did and the rise of Larry Hoover, his political ambitions, and why when Kanye said, free Larry Hoover, that was a powerful thing. And Donald Trump looked at that man like he was smoking crack. Now, when we talk about free Larry Hoover, do you realize? Now, we know it's just a story, it's just allegory, but I want y'all to follow me through the story. So Kanye goes to Donald Trump and says, free Larry Hoover. I want to bring a parallel to that. Jesus got locked up. I am comparing Larry Hoover to Jesus. Don't you realize when the Jews finally persecuted Jesus, they took him to Pontius Pilate and they said, Pontius Pilate, we want to crucify this man. Pontius Pilate's wife came to him and said, baby, I had a bad dream. Don't kill that man. That's a man of God. So Pontius Pilate, his wife is in his ear. He's like, damn, I don't want to kill Jesus. I'm going to make the people decide. His blood is not going to be on my hands. So Pontius Pilate got the worst killer he could find. Now, why am I saying this? If Kanye West would have went to Donald Trump and said, there's this black guy and he's a certified killer, a dope dealer, a rapist. And he has terrorized the black community. Let him free. You know, Donald Trump would have let him free. So this is the same thing that happens with Pontius Pilate. Pontius Pilate brings, brings, brings forth a killer. He says, I got this killer here. And I got Jesus who is guilty of nothing. Who should I let go? The killer or Jesus? Who should we crucify? 
this killer or Jesus? Let the killer go. He's a pedophile and a rapist. Hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your dog. They let them rapists go. And they went and crucified Jesus. You know the story. If Kanye West would have said, let one of these dope boys go, one of these killers, oh, Donald Trump, oh, here, boom, boom, let him out. Get him out of here. He's good. Somebody give him his gun rights back. But I'm comparing Larry Hoover to Jesus. They hate Larry Hoover. So with that said, family, I am your humble brother, Crumb. Please, 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 I go and subscribe on YouTube. We're almost at 12,000 subscribers. Shout out to all the family who is subscribing. Please subscribe on YouTube. That's Crumb TV. Follow me on Instagram. I, I am almost 13,000 deep. Definitely rock with me on the cash app, money sign Crumb TV. The baby's got to eat, family. I got children, too. I got a light bill, too. I got to pay internet. You know, baby's got to eat. So one dollar. I'm asking all the people who, who appreciate the message, raw, uncut, full, hold, hold nothing but the truth. I'm talking to y'all. One dollar to the cash app. That's all I'm asking for. If you're doing PayPal, crumbsnatcher908 at gmail.com. Also, uh, you know, just rock with me. Let me know what you think about Larry Hoover and Chicago leading up to Larry Hoover. Larry Hoover, America's Nightmare, part one. Larry Hoover. Family. Larry Hoover. I will leave you. Larry Hoover. The exact same way I came to. Stay woke. Stay woke. In peace. In peace. Stay woke. In, in peace. I am your brother, Crumb. In peace. We are the Crumb Snatcher. Get snatched. Our content is conscious, edgy, and pro-black. Our goal is to uplift and percent enlighten our people. Trigger warning. Some of you will disagree with the Crumb Snatcher. We are not concerned with being politically correct. We are thought-provoking. Some of you are gonna think that we're angry. You are wrong, yet you're gonna enjoy the ride. Join our antics in conscious thought and new reality. Get snatched. The views expressed on this podcast are not the views of Positive Vibes Inc., its staff, sponsors, or owners. I love you. We are the Crumb Snatcher.